what I like to do is I don't mind if someone provides me with a link uh, or a spreadsheet of all their links. Sure, I will take it upon myself to research that link, whether it be Ahrefs, CMRS, Majestic, Majestic. Welcome to Unmiss, your go-to digital marketing hub. I'm Anatoly Ulatovsky, here with expert tips and exclusive chats to boost your online game. Let's get started. Hello, good people. Welcome to our show. Hello, bad people. Welcome to our show. Hello, welcome. Today we are going to discuss more about SEO. We are going to speak more about modern SEO, how you can implement SEO strategies to get great results because SEO is a quickly changing world. You need to adapt fast. You need to consider AI. You need to think about technologies, about human beings, how to create content that Google wants to run, how to get authority, trust, and many, many other insights, very important insights about SEO. I'm so excited to discuss a lot more with us, Respers. How are you? Pretty good. Thank you for having me today. Yeah, big pleasure. Want to learn more about ACO? I started my ACO journey in 2008, and since then I changed everything. I don't use even one method uh, of creating content. I don't use uh, any methods to uh, to earn backlinks because I bought backlinks at that time. Today I only play with uh, white hat ACO with PR that can help me to get great results. So, but I found it doesn't mean if you have some working strategies. All of them will work tomorrow. You need to adapt, especially today when we have AI and AI can change a lot in our game. I am not sure about the exact number, but uh, I have the feeling that, that almost all SEO specialists adapted to AI and we can see a different picture when content creators and marketers lost their jobs, like 5% of people lost jobs when ChatGPT appealed because it's not of just GPT. Of course, it's a great tool, but tool can't replace human beings because someone adapted to this tool and can replace others, you know, to provide much better results. Because I grew my results with ChatGPT, I get a lot more uh, traffic, sales, and so uh, I want to adapt more to this tool. Uh, more interested how to do it with SEO. Before we start, just tell more about yourself, experience, background, anything that can help our listeners to learn more about you. Of course, um, I actually started off with web design in, uh, about 10, 11 years ago, and I made the transition to SEO after uh, working with a uh, referral, was referred to by a mutual friend, and for about the last decade, uh, I've dedicated a lot of my practice to just SEO. Um, so funny you mentioned white hat i went through all different phases the black hat the white hat green hat gray hat whatever you want to call it um just to figure out different strategies and as the game of seo adapts and you know it's still a baby as it grows you know you always want to try to find the best strategies that um, will help you out so for myself you know i take it upon learning different strategies when it comes to the technical side all the way to the back uh, the back end side and i think it's really important to learn that throughout the years so i've worked in uh, international seo i worked in in-house done the uh, freelancing consulting uh, different various websites when it comes to e-com the local 
Um, you know, I think it's very important to learn all of these different uh, strategies for these different type of businesses, niches, so you know exactly what will be effective for not only your business, or your clients, whomever you're doing SEO for. So uh, that is pretty much a little bit of what I've been doing with SEO for the past decade now. Nice, nice. Love it, love it. Uh, I want to ask about your design background and what I found that um, almost everyone can start in different uh, directions. Uh, someone can do like in design like you, someone can start with writing, uh, PR, uh, development, and uh, it can help during the process. I mean, like, for example, if someone started with development, they usually pay attention to technical optimization. Someone right. with design can think about user experience, yeah. uh, who is good with writing. And I know some projects that get million traffic, a lot of traffic, but they usually write. They don't care a lot about design, like Wikipedia, like Investopedia. So uh, I think uh, it doesn't matter what kind of skills you have. You need to consider your strong side. Can you tell about design? Um, I want to ask a specific question. You know, uh, chicken or egg? What was first? We don't know. But uh, I, I often see when someone can start with design, someone can start with writing. Uh, your approach, uh, where to start first? <laughs> so if you're starting from a design aspect, I agree. You know, it's more so, let's take front-end uh, design, front-end web design, for example you're going to really focus on the keyword and the user experience. Now, when it comes to the SEO portion that we know is very, very key when you know, you're having the target audience come to your website, they want to see obviously a great presentation when you're presenting your website to a particular audience. That's where the design aspect will come into part that's going to be strong suit. From a writer perspective, now chances are yes, you will exactly know exactly who you're writing for and the type of um, engagement or tone you want to. But what I've seen is there is a little bit of a cadence when it comes to writing specifically for SEO and writing for an audience. You have to find that sweet spot in the middle uh, when it comes to a particular writing. And now, you know, you talked about AI in the beginning of the show. I agree, it's, it's getting, uh, more complicated for the copywriter to find the area where they fit in. But in addition, they can still um, be very detrimental to a strategy because you need that human aspect. You need to proofread anything. If you're going to use ChatGPT, if you're going to use Bard or any type of AI tool, you still need the copywriting aspect. So there's still ambiances and pieces of the puzzle that still need that uh, human flavor, so to speak, when it comes to that. So if you're starting from the design portion, sure, stick to your guns, know your strong suit, but don't be afraid to explore into the copywriting world. I think it's very, very key and important to um, work on your weak points in any type of strategy. Yeah, nice, nice. Love it, love it. And as you know, uh, many years ago when I started my journey, I hired a team of writers wrote about anything. I gave them topics, weight loss, uh, accounting, finance, anything, all topics. They wrote, Google ranked well, and things change a lot. Because today we have this EEAT parameter, yeah. 
uh, and uh, uh, AI can help to write text, but generic text, nothing special. You know, if I had this tool 10, 10 years ago, probably I got like <laughs> 100 million traffic, you know, today. <laughs> Uh, it doesn't help a lot because of competition, because right. you need to compete with other projects. So I want to ask your methods how to write text that people want to read and uh, to submit value. You know, I see two points. The first point, uh, we need to write non-boring text. Right. Uh, once I spoke with uh, Jim Edwards. He worked in Business Insider 10 years. He started on this company from scratch. Uh, was one of top managers uh, then company was sold for 500 million dollars great success and uh, by the way he wrote a book say thank you for everything and he told that success of business insider depends on creating non-boring content uh, and uh, for b2b uh, most of my audience uh, pay attention to this direction to business oriented content and yeah it's boring you know sometimes it's really boring you know to consume content and users don't care uh, about value if it's boring they bounce fast uh, and search for any uh, other resources so tell your methods how to write text that have two aspects value and non-boring <laughs> that's a good question and i agree with you you don't want to have text that's boring um one of the things that help uh, well I was actually having difficulty in the beginning portion of my SEO strategy because, you know, you were getting that traffic, but where's the conversions, right? You need to have a goal where the leads were, you know, people making the purchase. So you have to try to find out what exactly is your competitors doing uh, when it comes to that specific content uh, on your page. So I took it upon myself to just do more competition analysis try to find exactly what is your strong point um, when you're trying to obviously get uh, you know the keywords over transitional keywords or using informational keywords you gotta pretty much try to find the right try to type of strategy and also make sure that you're talking the right language when it comes to that keyword so you know for a while i was not using the right uh, the right terminology or the right content when it comes to okay i was ranking and getting traffic but didn't see conversion so you know making the edits the optimize for better click through rate that's key you know we want that engagement google wants to see people stay on your page and once they stay on your page you have to make sure that the conversion is key once they get that conversion they want to hop off that's what google wants to see if people are coming to your website you have great content on there but if it's boring content and there's not an engagement happening they will chances are head back to the server and that's mm -hmm. where you're going to struggle and you're going to figure out why you keep dropping why you uh, fall into the a b conversation of google um, you know taking your site and taking your competition and flipping you guys back and forth because you're not uh, pleasing or satisfying google's customers again we're Google's customers as well, you know? Yeah. So people need to remember that when they're putting their strategies together. Yeah, nice, nice. Love it, love it. Uh, let's talk about uh, something that I'm interested a lot and my audience as well about link building. And uh, I remember when I bought a lot of bank clicks, I spent my time 
to pay for these backlinks uh, uh, and that worked well. Uh, of course, today we change all everything on these approaches. We use PR, we use outreach, different methods. But I'm curious about uh, uh, probably the future forecast of link building and uh, how and the impact today. Because Google can highlight a lot that link building, it's not in the top ranking factors. Uh, and uh, the impact of link building is not the same. Uh, data from SEMrush, Ahrefs, uh, by the way, I, I like these tools, but, you know, they can be biased, you know, about that. <laughs> they <laughs> sell the services. <laughs> so, uh, don't tell the truth. No, it's okay. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, of course, I, uh, it, it depends. It depends on projects. I know someone who can ignore completely link building to get great right. results. Someone who pay so much attention to link building to, great, to get great results. So, tell you how to find this balance between do we need link building or not for specific projects? <laughs> yeah. So link building, uh, for the past year and a half, I've studied that a lot more because to your point, I believe that a lot of people are, t are terrified of link building because it might be a cadence of they don't know what they're doing or chances are they are afraid of taking that risk or just plain and simple they just don't want to uh dilly dabby around it and i don't think that's the right approach to me um well i believe that it doesn't matter what type of hat you are you need backlinks google was founded or oh, that's one of the um bread and butters of google's algorithm is the vote the backlink the authority um, you mentioned EATS before E-A-T. I believe that that is a part of the backlink strategy, not only the uh, on-page when it comes to specific niches like your money, your life, but also the backlink. Does the backlink have the experience, authority, and trust to give you that juice that you're looking for? When it comes to also link building, a lot of uh, SEOs and in-house SEOs, they type, they send to uh, ignore the uh, on-page link building. And that is so, so important that you want to make sure that your internal linking is good because that actually is going to boost you up tremendously. If you do that first, then okay, you will reach a specific ceiling. But yes, link building from a back end, absolutely. You talked about everything from a PR, um, the referral domains, those things are very, very key, but it depends on how you use them. For example, you know, what are your tiers? You know, is your PR your first tier, um, referral domains, is that your second tier, so on and so forth. In addition to that, what are the variations of your keywords? What's the branding? Are you, what are you doing when it comes to your backlink anchor text? Uh, the keyword density. So all of these different areas that you have to make sure um, that you're, it's not going to be perfect, but you have to make sure that you have a right balance of all of these different areas when it comes to link building, because that is detrimental to the strategy. And that's why, again, a lot of people are afraid to go into this realm because they have to make sure um, this is very, very key and, you know, not get in trouble or whatever they feel is going to happen to them, penalize or things of that nature. Um, and the last thing I would say, if you're going to um, go about building up a specific link build strategy, 
be smart about it. You know, use different tiers, um, ghost SEO. You know, there's all different things, not going into specific black hat strategies, but um, building up your strategy. You want to build up your own authority. You can do that. You know, there's nothing wrong with building up your own authority. Uh, I just feel like it's just in the BI of the beholder of like, oh, that is not good. But, you know, yeah. to each their own. Yeah. And um, I, I want to ask about specific strategies of link building. Mm -hmm. uh, you, know, you know, for example, when uh, I uh, search for someone who can help me with link building, I have my team that can handle the process like with PR. And we got mentions on uh, CNN, Bloomberg, Investing.com, big websites, really big mm -hmm. websites with our press releases. We adapted press releases to link building. Uh, sometimes we get just mentions, but you know, if it's mentioned from Forbes, um, I love this mention. <laughs> I don't care yeah. if it's link or not. <laughs> of course, I want to have to follow link, but uh, sometimes even mention it. it, mm. it, it it's cool to have. But yes. I, I, I want to ask, you know, what about link building? You, uh, um, I usually start on Upwork. When I search or uh, I'm hiring someone new, uh, I start on Upwork. And when I get replies from different companies, freelancers, I can see that people with great reviews, awesome uh, portfolio, everything looks good. But when I check examples of their links, I understand people don't know what they order. So uh, they can sell PBN, even web to zero. I don't know uh, when the last time uh, that was working. Uh, they can sell some uh, submissions, uh, profiles, you know. Yes. It, it's, it's, it's really uh, difficult to believe that such methods yeah, can help today. But people still buy it. People still buy. They don't know they do. uh, if they it do. works or not. So, yeah, let us know how to find the right link building companies that can help and lead you in the right direction. Yeah, so uh, I I try not to go on specific sites like Upwork or Fiverr to, you know, look for specific backlinks. Like, even on my LinkedIn, <laughs> pretty sure I have to see you as well. <laughs> You're gonna get a lot of DMs. And I got this DR link and that one. What I like to do is I don't mind if someone provides me with a link uh, or a spreadsheet of all their links. Sure, I will take it upon myself to research that link, whether it be Ahrefs, CMRS, Majestic, Majestic. Okay, if they're they talk about their DR is like a 59. All right, show the proof of the pudding. I will do my research on that particular link see how many links are on that page, things of that nature, traffic, all that. Now, a lot of times I do not like to use those particular sites. Where I go is SEO clerk. Um, I, I feel that that's more of a trustworthy, affordable as well. Uh, I have not had any issues when it comes to that particular backlink um, page or, or service. Uh, there's other areas and other things that I use, like Get Me Links. They are um, they're fantastic. And Magic PR. Um, I feel like I'm doing the selfish plugs and I'm not getting paid for it, but it's okay. <laughs> um, no, but those are areas that I, I, um, I trust. And, and I like to go there because um, they provide more information. And they actually 
they will give you guides on what they're doing and they're testing out. Um, get me links, for example, when I went through and bought a package for them, they provided me with um, a, like a course of what they do and how they test their backlinks. So for me, that gave me so much confidence with their strategy and what they're putting together. In addition to that, they will tell you the different tiers of how they are going to uh, strategize their backlinks. So let's say, for example, uh, you want to build your brand first. You know, you maybe use PR. I like to use PR a lot and then go to, you know, like you call it, CNN, like, you know, the, your tier ones, your, your top tier backlink. Um, link those up. And then from there, you can go to Upwork, you can go your LinkedIn, your Fiverr, because to me, that's creating such a powerful structure that's going to uh, create so much juice and flow back to your site. It's going to build up your brand. It's going to build up that page. And that is the most easiest and effective way. In addition to that, I wouldn't necessarily go so much with your money page. My strategy, I like to go with my post and optimize my posts and then whatever my post is talking about go through that with my money link uh, and, and do the internal linking through my money link and that's where i do that so i learned a lot of that from uh kyle roof he likes to use you know backlinks back to the post the post is going to shoot right up to the money page bada boom bada bang you're good there you know and you're going to rank a lot faster doing that you won't have a lot of competition depending on the type of keyword you're going for so again when it comes to the backlinking seo clerk uh, magic pr those areas those companies i love to use a lot more than your upwork your fiverr your linkedin those ones i will use later on but not up front yeah awesome i i think uh you can find good link builders almost everywhere Every. oh, yeah. but you need to understand how it works you know you need to to make your hands dirty uh you need <laughs> yeah i i usually do it myself for example when i started pr mm. i uh i wrote a bunch of press releases a lot yeah. of probably a hundred i don't know but a lot a big yeah. number and uh i pitch all of them I got zero mentions, zero results, nothing. I spent so much time to learn how it works, how to pitch, how to find relevant journalists, how to write something new, valuable, trending. And I failed, but I learned how it works. I learned the process. And uh, then we hired specialists who can write press releases. Um, I hired specialists who can pitch them with great tools. And today we have these results. We even use ChatGPT to edit our text. For example, I can write a bad copy. Uh, but with valuable insights, I use ChatGPT. If CNN can accept my press release, it means it's quality. That's so, right. yeah. And uh, I think it's the same with, uh, it doesn't matter. If you use SEO Clark, you need to understand because... 100%. On this resource, you can find someone who can cheat you too, you know, to scam, to tell, oh, it works, I, I know 100%, I can provide a guaranteed results, but it's not like this, you know, you need to understand, to spend time, to learn, and the best way, just to read online, uh, 
link building techniques, strategies, great resources, then uh, watch on YouTube. For example, when I spoke with Ferry Kazoni, I asked him how he usually learns uh, PR. And he replied to me, YouTube. Uh, he doesn't use anything else, just YouTube. And he's uh, passionate about YouTube to watch a lot of great videos about PR. That is why. Yeah. I mean, why not? YouTube yeah, is yeah. powerful. YouTube, it's, it's, it's a it's a DR99. It's owned by Google. You know, why not use that as a backlink? I, I've, <laughs> that's one of those best kept secrets that I've learned a long time ago. But I don't even think it's much so of a secret that much. But mm -hmm. I I don't believe that a lot of SEOs don't really utilize that. And it's like, ah, you should know. Use their own tools, you know. <laughs> yeah. Use their own tools. Yeah. For, for me, it, it's very important to learn. To learn mm -hmm. how it works. Uh, if you want to get SEO traffic, you need to learn because yeah. even great companies with high authority, and I often see it, uh, everything looks great, but they can sell something, I don't know, that don't work for many years because they know how to sell it, <laughs> but That's they don't it. know how I, it can help. They're just selling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nice. Uh, uh, as, let's talk about AI. You know, um, I'm addicted to this tool. I speak with ChatGPT more often than with my wife. Uh, I can ask a lot of questions, you know. I uh, and uh, but um, I often collect data why content creators complain about this tool. Nothing special, generic. Of course, it's generic. If you use generic prompts, you can get generic results. If you uh, don't collect data yourself, you can't get great results. I mix uh, Bart. Chat GPT, uh, I collect data myself, I play with this tool, and I found it's tough to create great content yeah. without knowing the topic. For example, if you ask me to write a great article about weight loss, I can. I, I lost my weight five years ago. I had this obesity problem then, uh, but that was personal experience today. I like to play basketball, to uh, drink water, to eat healthy food. It's very important. But uh, uh, I can't teach others how to lose weight because it's just personalized experience. Uh, and um, I think it's very important to know the topic. Then you can play with tools. You don't need even best practices, uh, prompts. You can play yourself. Uh, I can ask a hundred questions. I even quit the chat to open new one and start from scratch, you know, to think how I can play with this tool. So tell your methods, how you use AI today. So the funny thing is I was using AI a, a while ago, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I mean, if, if you've been in SEO for quite some time, you know, you've used open AI or article rewriter, you know, like tools like that from back in the heyday that, wasn't as advanced as you know chat gpt and things are today i believe that it just comes down to patience and you know review you know it's like being back in school you know before you want to hand in your paper you got to review your work i think that a lot of um, people that use ai now they just want to get it over and done with but I believe that there's a specific strategy that you need to uh, incorporate before you know using AI. For example, I have no problem using AI for you know like Instagram or social media, you know, email things of that nature. But if you're going to write an article like you mentioned, weight loss. First off, 
you you will put your own personal experience into that, right? Yeah. You, you have to put your own um, tone in there, what happened to you, um, because chances are, you know, you will sound like healthline.com or WebMD, and nobody's really trying to use that. They want personal experience. They want your expertise. They are looking for your advice. That's where I think um, separates the, the basic of just using uh, AI as opposed to using AI with strategy. Review your work. There's nothing really wrong with just taking a little bit of time and just going through the notions, making sure that you have the right terms, the right specific LSI terms, um, variations. If you do that, there's nothing really wrong with it. It's what, 15, 20 minutes review as opposed to you're taking an hour or two hours of writing all this content out. That is important and that's essential. To me, I have no problem with doing that because everything else is done for me. The next things I have to do is what? Just provide internal links and maybe some pictures or a video. My work is done. That's that's a whole day's work just shortened up right there. Um, it just comes down to how you, effective you are with your, your chat GPT and any type of AI. So, yeah, when it came back around, it's like, oh, great. Oh, okay. Well, this is where we're going. And um, it, it just, I, I wanted to wait a bit and see like how the industry will respond to it. And then you see a lot of people saying there, oh, I'm, I'm ranking here, I'm indexing here. Great. So let's go at it. But I want to make sure that I, you know, the, the tone has to sound a specific way. And, um, you know, it, it's, it's drawing the audience in. That's key. You don't want to sound like a robot. That's just my opinion on using AI for your strategy. Yeah, nice, nice. Uh, let's talk about mistakes. Yeah, you know, in my life, I made a lot of mistakes. I keep doing them. I don't know how to go ahead without doing mistakes. I share my PR mistakes, uh, but today I get great results because of having these mistakes. Uh, it's tough to uh, start from scratch and uh, especially, uh, I think everyone, starts with mistakes, uh, to learn from best practices, generic strategies, then fail to learn how to go ahead. So tell mistakes that you see companies still do in ACO from your experience and lead us in another way. <laughs> oh, gosh, I don't even know where to begin. <laughs> um, you know, mistakes are, I, I believe one of the mistakes is there's just not enough um, practice and testing that goes on. There is a certain window, uh, like a ladder that when you work in-house or you work for different corporations, they stop at a specific ceiling. They don't really appreciate the craft. That is one of the most important things that I've learned when I decided to really like dedicate myself to this game. Uh, and the funny thing was there was a, a graph that I learned that's like you have your at the bottom. You know, you have your people that go to the authority sites, your search engine journal, you know, things of that nature, Moz. They get their answers there. Great. Cool. They don't go any further. They, they literally just go there. Or if they go up one more, they'll go to their favorite influencer and they talk about maybe the same thing that was just on search engine journal. Fantastic. And it's like, okay, you stop there. But there's other areas. What's happening in your specific niche? What's happening beyond that? What single variable tests are you using? What ranking factors are there? These things are not really talked about. And if you 
talk about it with certain um, strategies or in-house, you will not you will not get a lot of answers of oh we should test that oh we should try that it's interesting. A lot of people really do treat this like a nine to five and don't care. They just want to get it over and done with, and that thing is a huge mistake. And relying on you know just like oh, okay you know eat is this like do you really believe so do you know so or core um you know uh core seo the web core <laughs> whatever yeah, the thing updates yeah. um yeah you know i've never used it and i still rank fine i know mm-hmm. there was a test that went on and it and it was just like okay sure it works but it's it doesn't really affect your site in that particular way i think that's the problem where you we take um you know whether it be a google engineer's word to heart and not really test what they're talking about test strategies that's where the the key downfall is in that mistake area is very very important with a lot of in-house they just bring them on hey you know your entry level SEO, great. That means you just know the basics, right? Oh, perfect. But the per- there's more than that. You have to really dive into this, understand what you're talking about. That gains more confidence with not only for yourself, but your business, your company. I mean, that's going to give you more money. It, it, you have to really learn this because, again, like we talked, this is just a baby. This is there's yeah. so much more that's happening um, using AI in the wrong form. You know, that's a mistake. Just putting, you know, like having AI put your page together and not actually reviewing it, just slapping on, great. That means you're just going to be um, a fish in the dead water. That's just it. Uh, yeah. Google's going to find you and, you know, chances are that you're not going to be ranking high. Your traffic might decrease. Why is your traffic decreasing? What areas are you not looking at? The technical side. You know, like, what is your server? Where is Google crawling? Where are they stop crawling? You don't review your server logs? Okay, that's a mistake there. You know, there's all these different areas that you are looking at, but not looking at. You think that you just need to use this software, use Spider SEO, and that's it. You know, no, you got to go further than that. That's your mistake. Um, not everything is a one and done. You need to uh, use your brain first (laughs) (laughs) before you start using the software. So those are huge mistakes that I see still to this day. Yeah, nice, nice. Uh, I want to ask about your experience for two people, uh, the first person, uh, students, um, a student who is looking for a way to learn from scratch, uh, especially that, we have AI today to combine, mix AI and SEO. And the second person, founders, co-founders uh, of uh, companies that are looking for ways to get more traffic, uh, sales, uh, using SEO. So basically, let's help both. And uh, uh, I want to ask you, if you started today from scratch without any experience, knowledge, skills, it's your first day in SEO, you never... Uh, you know about Google, you use Google, but you never optimized any website. You never created any content. It's your first day in SEO, but you want to get sales and traffic. What will you do if you started from scratch? If I was starting from scratch, from zero, obviously you want to, I would want to use YouTube and not read. The reason why I say that is because there are specific 
uh, like episodes, channels, information out there that will give you that uh, play-by-play or step-by-step. Because if you read something and have a screenshot, that's fantastic and great. But I want to know exactly, you know, what does meta meta title tag mean? You know what I mean? Like, and I need that. Okay, this guy is actually going to put that in, so I need to copy that. Like, I, you know, there's nothing wrong with copying success. That's what I would do. I would copy success if I was starting from scratch, um, because there are different areas we both know that you're going to get lost just by the terms alone. You will get lost. So I would just find someone that is highly successful and mimic the success for your site. If you're starting from scratch, that's what you would do. And then if you want to learn more, sure, the lane is open for you to learn more, but you need to start from somewhere. A basic step-by-step guide that it's like, hey, do this because I did it. Just slap it on there, no problem. So you don't have to worry so much about, um, you know, what we talked about before, the, the keyword density and things of that nature. Like that's it gets too lost in the weeds. Just put everything together first. Use your best keywords when it comes to the keyword research. Chance, start your brain. Start with your business. Who are you? Yeah. What's your brand? Okay, you need to put that in the title on this page. What's the service you talk about? That's your next page. Talk about that and provide some type of call to action at the end. You could go right there and then your contact page. There's nothing wrong with three pages or four pages because you got an about us. Use four pages. No problem at all. Don't go crazy. Do not go crazy. Don't don't try to go advanced yet because you're going to get yourself lost. That's what I would do for anyone that's really starting off and saying, okay, I want to make money with SEO. Now, for a company that wants to expand, we'll start with a local business first because I did this for uh, a law firm in plantation, actually. Um, They wanted to expand out to, I want to say it was Coconut Creek. Coconut Creek or Coconut Grove, one of the two. They were doing fantastic. They were doing well um, in plantation, the, the all that area. So it was a lot easier for me to say, okay, Coconut Creek, sure. Let's go ahead and make a new page and make sure that we have everything on there correctly, but let's internal link the right way. Again, going back to internal links. It, whatever page, <laughs> whatever pages are powerful, just link back to it. It's going to help that much easier. And if you're an e-com, same thing. Whatever is uh, helping you out, just go ahead and link back to it. Um, when it comes to like an e-com, I know there are a lot of people that use their own same uh, blogs, but there's nothing wrong with using subdomains or another website that you can link back to it. But those are the most effective ways to just simply, hey, what's working for you? Okay, you want to add something new? Let's just go ahead and link back to that. Um, your brand is going to you know, help illuminate more traffic for you. Um, those are the most effective, easy ways to do it. But again, it just depends on, in my opinion, what is your goal? You know, yeah. What are we trying to accomplish if you're trying to expand out to get more traffic? Um, and then, you know, you have all these different uh, psychological things that don't go into play, like, you know, build up the FOMO, fear of missing out, you know, coming soon, you know, 
just draw more traffic into like to your social networks, make an email, uh, put a wait list on. You know, all these things can help generate the traffic as well back to your website if you are a uh, company that's trying to expand your brand and get more traffic. So all these different strategies that I've used in the past, successful strategies that I know that a lot of other people are using as well. If you want to start from scratch, step by step, don't get lost in the weeds, follow success patterns. Big awesome. companies or anybody that's looking to expand, simple. What's working, add on to that, scale up. Nice, nice. Love it, love it. And I have my final question. Uh, it's not about ACO. Uh, it's more about your daily routine. You know, uh, I see some rewards on your background. And uh, uh, for me personally, I can't live without sport. Uh, so I, I play basketball almost every single day. I play soccer on Sunday with my nice. friends. Uh, I uh, spend time. Um, I, I, I have my bike. I can uh, enjoy my time. Uh, to ride my bike, so m many things. And when my wife is asking me, uh, you know, why you do it? You, you always share that you work hard. Yeah, I work hard, but I need to reload my mind. I need to have the sport activity. So tell about your experience with that, how you combine your job with sport activities and how it can help you to be productive in SEO. <laughs> yes. So very funny, wild backstory. I actually. Um, in 2017, I had a seizure and mm -hmm. I was taking on a lot of work. There was a company that I was working with in, um, in Pompano and um, I, was, I was the guy. I was the SEO guy. I redid their site. I did their social media. I did their email uh, marketing. I, I did everything. Um, and it was a lot of work. It was so much work that it was just causing so much stress. And like two, three days after my 31st birthday, I just, I just lost it. I had a seizure. I was in the hospital. Mm -hmm. So I started to take a step back and really evaluate what I wanted to dedicate a lot of more time to. In between that, it's like, okay, let's go work out. How do I do this? So I get up every morning, still to this day, I get up at 3 a.m. and I go to the gym. Yeah. <laughs> Your face alone tells the story. I get up at 3 a.m. I go to the gym um, about an hour, hour and a half. After that, I stretch, do uh, some meditating. Maybe uh, I'll read some SEO, if not just any other type of book. Just get my mind ready and prepared. And then I will go and attack the day. It can be, you know, a 10-hour day. It can be a 12-hour day sometimes. But at the end of the day, I feel good about it. And um, there's sometimes my wife, just looking at like, oh, slow down. And I just look at it and say, I love this. I love what I do. I, I love helping people. I, I can't help um, but to know that this is making a difference. SEO is one of the, in my opinion, one of the most easiest channels when it comes to marketing. But um, so many people get this confused and they don't need to. So when it came to, um, you know, working out, it just became uh, just something, a part of my life eating right, uh, staying in shape, because again, we stay in front of the laptop for hours on end. We need to get away from it. And the awards, I wanted to do one of those New Year's resolution things like, okay, let me try something. So I decided to go and compete for the first time last summer. And I took home like three different uh, positions, second, third, and fourth in three different categories. Just 
bodybuilding. It was fun. Uh, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, hey, you know, you put your mind to something, you can do it. And that's just it. I love to stay in shape. I love, you know, SEO is the mind muscle, but, you know, we need to make sure that we're physically active as well uh, to do this for the long term. So that is uh, my resume when it comes to daily routines. Nice. I love it. Love it. Yeah. Thank so, you. yeah. Awesome. Awesome story. I think uh, such bad events can make us stronger. And I remember yeah, when, absolutely. yeah, when uh, I traveled to Turkey and got, uh, that was in 2019, I got flu mm. and couldn't recover for 45 days. I don't know what's going on. I uh, visited a few doctors, uh, took a lot of medicine pills. Then I started to learn that I need to change something in my life. Yeah. And uh, today I usually do it. I usually um, I have a cold bath in my garage and I do it every single day and completely yeah. forget about flu, cold, anything, you know. So uh, I think, yeah, it's very important to find your way how to be strong and of course it's important to eat healthy food yes it's a big pleasure thank you thank you so much um, i love yes. this experience so valuable you know how to share this valuable bombs with us tell the best way how to keep learning from you how to reach out to you how to follow you so um my instagram oz respis um all one word actually i believe i changed it um let's see here <laughs> my linkedin you can find me on um, linkedin oz respis and my instagram is actually oz the wizard that's az the wizard um all one word my youtube channel is up oz respis putting more content out there head to ozrespis.com and um i have a course that's very basic for those who are just starting out like you mentioned before um just putting on page together um, basic has the different you know terminology that you need to obviously start from scratch and um yeah i am around social media um real quick i want to give a birthday shout out if it's possible today yeah, is my sure. mother's birthday so i Ooh. want to say happy birthday to mom I told her that i would do this on her birthday so, nice nice my congratulations <laughs> uh I think your mom can proud of you. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm proud to get you on my show to learn from you guys. You can find all links, Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube in the description below. Listen to us on Apple, Google, Spotify, and see you next time. Thanks for tuning in to Unmiss. Enjoyed the show? Drop us a review on your favorite platform and help us spread the digital marketing wisdom. See you next episode.